Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. You know, I woke up this morning so grateful. Do you ever wake up that way where you just wake up and you realize how many blessings you have in your life, and they're so enormous that they're overwhelming? Right now, we're in Nashville after a marathon couple of weeks of travel and business and amazing meetings with amazing people. Um, finally get a little rest and rejuvenation, if you will. Lori met me here and we've spent the last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and today uh, just relaxing and enjoying ourselves and getting rejuvenated and excited for what's ahead. But you know, as I was thinking about people in my life and how grateful I am, my children, my grandchildren, the joy that they bring me, Starting to think about other friends, you know, that are out there and their stories and how sharing their stories. And I happen to think of one in particular today. And Dan Nethercott, who is a great businessman with a huge heart and um, who is someone that I had the opportunity to, to coach. And several years ago, uh, Dan, we talked about moments and he shared a moment with me, a turning point moment in his life where he's going one direction and something happened that went another direction. And it wasn't what happened to him. It was the story of somebody else. In his neighborhood, the very affluent neighborhood, the families would get together about once a month in somebody's home. And uh, he said they'd get together, yes, to kind of share and get acquainted, um, but it was also to impress he says, there's no doubt about it. The clothes that they wore, the things they talked about and what they were doing. He said, and one day this neighbor who he happened to know, who was close to being a billionaire if she wasn't already, shows up and she's in her work clothes. She's got running shoes, Levi's, work shirt on. And he said, uh, what's going on? And uh, she said, oh, we've got a truck coming into the food bank. I've got to be down there to help unload it. You're going to help unload it? Yes, I am. Wow. Why? You could, get, you could pay somebody to unload it for you. She says, I'm doing it for the privilege of serving. And she says, let me tell you a story. Years ago, she said, I was in charge of a charitable event. And this was a big charitable event where we're going to bring Mother Teresa in to speak. Now, if you've been involved in those kinds of things, you know two things. One, they are a lot of hard work. And two, you appeal to people's other than charitable intentions, if you will. Because people give for a number of reasons. And one of the reasons might be that they give so that they can help others to see or to for business purposes. If I have a table and Mother Teresa is speaking and I can invite eight of my good friends or potential clients or existing clients to come and see that, what am I willing to spend for that event? And that's the way they're sold. And so she was in charge of it, so she had a room of these kinds of tables waiting anxiously, anxiously for Mother Teresa to come up and give them these rich words of wisdom. Well, the time came. Mother Teresa walked up. She was introduced, a long introduction. Mother Teresa comes up. She's barely able to see over the podium. And she starts to talk, but stops. And she looks around the room, and she's visibly touched. She's emotional. And the room just went quiet, dead quiet. 
And finally, she says, thank you. Thank you for your contributions. Your financial contributions will, good, will do more good than you will ever know. Thank you. And turned around and walked off. <gasps> Dan's friend was like, whoa. She was like, oh my goodness, these people paid all this money. And so she was a little bit uh, embarrassed. And so she ran alongside Mother Teresa and Mother Teresa looked at her and she says, I know, I, I know you must be concerned, she says, but let me just say that as I sat there, I saw the potential in this room. And the potential wasn't their money. Their potential was their influence. Their influence that could touch thousands and thousands of lives. That was the potential I saw, and I was unable to talk about it. Well, that made such an impression on Dan's friend that she resolved in that moment that she had other things she could give besides money. Her time, her attention, her relationships, her experience, her wisdom. You know, I call it tears. Time, energy, attention, and resources. Tears. We all have tears that we can give. Are we giving them enough? You know, we've just gone through this a season of natural disasters unprecedented with unprecedented unprecedented opportunities to serve and haven't we seen thousands of people rise up giving their tears that this character has been exposed giving their tears to help thousands of those that are in need if you didn't feel inspired by that then you're pretty much a rock you know but that was inspiring it's inspiring to see that but we have that opportunity within us every day. We don't have to wait for these unprecedented natural disasters, do we? It can be within all of us. I'm going to give you a question, and you can discover your own question. You've heard me talk about this before. I had a marvelous month of July asking this question every day. It changed my perspective on so many things. I'm a different person because I asked that question. And here's the question. What can I do today to be the answer to somebody's prayer? I'm going to keep reminding you of that. And if you can come up with your own question, come up with it. But ask yourself every day. Your eyes will open up and see things they've never seen before. Your ears will open up and hear things they've never seen before. And I predict by just asking that question, we will all have the opportunity to express our tears. And we won't need natural disasters to do so. Have a meaningful week. Thank you for letting me share this with you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.